Welcome back to all our listeners. And before we start today's devotion, let us all go come to Jesus and pray. Our Heavenly Father in Heaven, thank you for another full day that you have given us. And Lord, I pray that you give me the words to share the message that you want our listeners to hear today. Thank you, Lord, for your love, and thank you for the cross. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, now today let us finish the last story that Jesus told, and that is the parable of the lost son. If you can open your Bible, and if you don't have it with me, you can just listen as I read it to you, and you can double-check on it later. We're reading in Luke chapter 15, and I'm going to start in verse 11. So 15 verses 11 to 32. Luke 15 verses 11 to 32. Starting in verse 11, the parable of the lesson. To illustrate the point further, Jesus tells them the story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate. Now before you die... So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, this younger son packed all of his belongings and moved to a distant land, and there he wasted all his money in wild living. About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land, and he began to starve. He persuaded the local farmer to hire him, and the man sent him into his fields to feed the the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked so good to him. But no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, At home, even the hard servants have food enough to spare. And here I am, dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hard servant. So he returned home to his father, and while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to the servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house, and put it on him, get a ring for his finger, and sandals for his feet and kill the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast, for this son of mine was dead and has now returned to life. He was lost, but now he's found. So the party began. Meanwhile, the older son was in the fields working. When he returned home, he heard music and dancing in the house, and he asked one of the servants what was going on. Your brother's back, he was told. And your father has killed the fattened calf. We are celebrating because of his safe return. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him. But he replied, All these years I've slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me. And in all that time you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet when this son of yours comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes, You celebrated by killing the fattened calf? His father said to him, Look, dear son, you have always stayed by me, and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day, for your brother was dead 
and has come back to life. He was lost and now he was found. So as we can see, this last parable that Jesus told them is about the parable of the lost son. And we have three main characters in our story. Let us look at the different characteristics or qualities that each of our main characters possess and what can we learn from each one of them. So again, the characters that we have in the stories, we have the father and the two sons, that is the eldest and the youngest. And as we can see in our story, Jesus told us about the relationship between the father and his youngest son. And let's talk about the young son in this story first. And as what I've read and what you've heard, the young son is very selfish. The young son does not want the dad, but he wants the riches. He wants everything else except his dad. And it's very obvious in the story that the son is very disrespectful because back then and I know until now that if your parents would have something to leave you like the what we call the last will and testament that you won't get it till they die right so it was like that from before however this young son of his went to his dad and says even though you're still alive, I want you to give me my share of my money of how much you're supposed to give me. I want it now. I don't want to wait till you die. I want you to just give it to me now because I want it. And obviously, that's really bad and very disrespectful because you don't do that, you know. And then we see the dad. The dad could have says. You're such a the dad could have gotten angry and says you disrespectful son why do you, why are you asking this but no the dad is very good and gracious because he probably figured if he's going to say no to his son then his son is just gonna get more angry at him and then it will destroy the relationship so the dad gave the young son what he asked for. And as we can see, the son didn't waste his time. So a few days later, the son gathered all of his stuff and he left. And he didn't just go just anywhere nearby. He decided that he will go as far as he can go. So he will be away from his dad. And he just want to spend and waste the money to any of his desires. He spend it in any way or wherever he wants to spend it. And then what happened? And as we know that there was a great famine that swept over the land. And he became to starve. Why did he starve? He have all of this money. That's because not long ago after he left, he spent it all. That when the famine came, he don't have anything saved up because it's gone it was given to him so he don't care about taking care of it or maybe investing it or whatever he just want to spend it in the worldly things and then he didn't expect that the famine will 
will come his way to wherever he was. And then because he gets so hungry, he begged a locker farmer to hire him. And he said and he sent him to feed the pigs. And as we know, that is the lowest of the low job you can get back then. And it is so sad to see that he's feeding these pigs and he gets so hungry that he feels like whatever food the pigs are eating, it looks good. I wish that they would give me something even if it's just a leftover of the food of the pigs which he he didn't get any he didn't get any food then he finally came to his senses he said you know what even back home in my dad's place even the hired servants they have enough food to spare they got some food that they get to eat and yet here i am i am hungry and so what did he do? He decided, you know what? I will go back. He realized he was wrong. He realized what he did was wrong. He repented with it. So he said, you know what? I will go back home. But I will ask. He rehearsed it in his mind. Like, what am I going to say when I see my dad? He probably be so angry at me for what I am doing, for what I did. But I will go back and I will tell my dad that I know that I have sinned against him and in the heavens. And I would ask him to take me as a servant. So he traveled and went back home. So what happened when he got back home? While he was traveling and even when he was still four, his father saw him already from afar. And filled with love and compassion can you imagine this it could be like you know like if it was back in our time right now he might be sitting in the porch or he was looking out of the window and he he is probably praying and waiting for his son to come back home and then while he was looking from very far he could see his son and he is so filled with love that he run he run to his son and embrace him and kiss him. Isn't that such a really nice thing to imagine? A father running to his son. And the son told him he could have taken advantage of it. Yet, because the son knows of what he did, that he's a sinner, and how much he hurt his dad and the wrong things he did, he he said, Father, he said what he'd been rehearsing, probably on the way there, he's been memorizing it, rehearsing it, and said over and over. So, so the hug came first, kisses, the love came first. And then the only words that the son was able to say, which is something he rehearsed, is he said, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But before he could even finish what he was saying, the father says, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet. And kill the calf we have been fattening. 
we must celebrate with feasts for this son of mine was dead and now returned to life. He was lost, but now he's found. So the party began. And who do you think represent who the Father is? It is none other than Jesus. Jesus loves us. So let's go back to the story. So now we talk about the relationship between the father and the youngest son. Now it is time for us to talk about the older son and his relationship with his dad and the way he felt with what happened. So the younger son came back and the father embraced him and gave him back what he lost. He gave him back his dignity, his name. When he says, go get my son some sleepers. Because at that time, if you're not wearing a sleeper, that means you're, you're a slave. And give me my finest robe. Meaning he's giving him back his name, his dignity. That's because that's how the father loves his son. So now then, the older brother came, probably from doing the work that he's been doing. And then he asked one of the servants, says, what's going on? Why is there like a party or things going on in here? And, and the person that he asked says, your brother came back. So instead of being happy or glad that his brother came back, what did he feel? He felt so much anger in his heart. Anger, jealousy, pride. He was so angry that he don't even want to go inside and party with everyone. So the father, of course, came out and begged him. But he replied, all these years I've slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me to. And in all that time, you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet when this son of yours comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes, you celebrated by killing the fattened calf. So he was like saying, this is not fair, dad. He left us. He hurt you. He disgraced our name. I am just saying what he might have said. And here I am. I've been your loyal son. I did everything you asked with no questions. I never left. Not even a single or the youngest cow yet. You give him the fattest one. He says he says the youngest, the youngest one, so he could also celebrate with his old friends. But no, this disobedient, disrespectful child of yours, he's not even acknowledging and saying his brother. You know how sometimes. Like, I know, like, once in a while, like, you know, married people would like, oh, this, this child of yours or this, this daughter of yours, but you're talking about your sister or your brother or your child and you both have the same relationship and it's just in a joking way. Well, he said it not a joking way, but in anger. And so what did the father responded with? his 
with his son and also i want to point out that he's also feeling jealous like i said earlier jealousy because of what he says and how he felt that also comes with his anger because he probably felt that you favor him over me and he left you he disrespected you and he came back and you party and here i am and i never even got a party with my friends so that's just how i think it would have went so what was the father's response to all of this so just like the response he gave to his other son he answered his eldest son in a loving way and says dear son you're always here with me everything i have is yours we had to celebrate this happy day because your brother was dead and now came back to life he was lost but now he has found so the father put the relationship acknowledgement of the relationship back there from the elder son saying your son and now the father was saying your brother so what is the moral lesson we've learned from from each of the character the dad the dad loves both of his sons equally the young son lost his way because of the world and the elder son or the big brother that felt like I am better than him he felt like self-righteous he felt like he deserved more have you ever felt like asking yourself or telling someone why is it i've worked so long in this job and did everything i can and yet this person that haven't even worked in this place that long is getting the promotion that i deserve to have or why am i doing everything i'm supposed to be doing or i'm a christian and yet this other person is more blessed that i am as we can see the father is jesus he loves us so much can you relate to the brothers which of the brother do you think you relate more are you the younger son that got lost in the world or are you the older brother that you feel like you are entitled you feel like you deserve more i'm just telling you that if you are any of this brother that you can relate to you were lost just like the shepherd looking for his lost sheep and just like as the woman that would clean her house and won't stop until she lost something that is very important to her the coin and just like the father who never stopped waiting who patiently waited who showed love and compassion to his sons god loves you jesus died in the cross for you if you were lost i want you to know 
that God is always waiting for you. All of these parables that Jesus told, he told it to us because there are so many Pharisees and other people that are complaining because Jesus, Jesus sits with the sinners. He's not saying that what they're doing is right. He's not associating with them and doing whatever they're doing. He is sitting in the table with them. He is with them because he loves them. And he doesn't want them to one day go to hell where they could spend eternity in pain and suffering. All of the three stories from the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son, they all have one thing in common. They were once lost, and yet they were found. And I want to go back again to one verse that we've read. In Luke 15:10. in the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angels when even one sinner repents. God loves you. Even if you're the lost sheep, he would look for you. He would search you. You feel like you might be the coin that you're lost, but you don't even realize you're lost. I hope that by listening to this one and you were lost, that you will realize that you need Jesus. If you're that lost son, I pray that you would not be scared of going back to the Father. If you ask forgiveness, it doesn't matter what you've done. He would forgive you and He would forget you of your sins. Just like the thief in the cross. Do you remember the story about the thief in the cross? Where the other sinner next to Jesus was taunting him, If you were the true God, then you should call your angels and save us. And the other, the other sinner next to him said, This is a good and righteous man. We deserve to be here for what we have done. But he doesn't. And he asked Jesus to remember him when he goes to his kingdom. And what did Jesus says? He said that you will be with me in paradise it doesn't it could be your last dying breath god loves you and now let us end our devotion and come to jesus and pray our heavenly father in heaven lord thank you for the parables that you taught us from the parable of the lost sheep, the lost coin. And lastly, I love the story of this parable of the lost son. I don't know who you are, but if you are listening to this devotion and you were lost, I pray that you would Repent of your sin. Pray to Jesus. 
he loves you. Ask him to forgive you for what you have done. And thank him for the cross and accept him as your personal savior. You were lost, but now you were found. And all the angels in heaven are rejoicing and celebrating that you decided to come back home to your father. Lord, I pray, I pray blessing to each and everyone listening. And I pray that they remember the sacrifice you gave. Salvation, Lord, is free for us. But not for you because you have to pay the greatest and you have to pay it through your blood you have to pay it to the cross thank you dear jesus thank you for dying in the cross and lord we love you and i pray blessing to each and everybody listening and may they celebrate this beautiful easter with their family and friends and remember that Easter is not all about the bunny. It is nice to have fun, but to remember that it is about the lamb. To remember that we celebrate Easter because we remember that you didn't stay and died. That you died in the cross, but on the third day, you rose again. And that is what Easter is all about. Thank you, dear Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. We love you, dear Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening, and I hope you all have a blessed day. And happy Easter, everyone. And until next time, and enjoy this beautiful music from our Spotify sponsor. Stay blessed. How faintly I remember your love song over me. But the further that I wander, the noise is deafening. Now the only thing I feel is how far you are away. This distance now between.
Oh! 